This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released September 14th, 2016. Previously on Bells in the Battery. So, Mr. Bell, how are we feeling today? I I don't remember much, Doc. What happened? Oh, my, it was quite the riot, and you were in the middle of it. You've taken quite a beating. So, how am I, Doc? Well... I mean, be honest... Give it to me straight. Well, that's how I am, so that's what I'm going to do. Mr. Bell, I'm afraid you've been hurt. I knew it. I knew it. Where? You were hurt in the fracas, Mr. Bell. No, not that anything but the fracas. I... I... Uh, You're holding back, huh? Tell me more. All right, Mr. Bell. You are injured in the brouhaha. No, this is no laughing matter, Doctor. Since you're taking this so well, I must tell you, you are also damaged in the rumpus. The rumpus? No wonder I don't have any feeling. But other than that, you're just fine. You're holding something back, Doc. I can tell. I have to. They take it out of my check every month. There's something else wrong. I can tell... It's written all over your face. And why don't you read it to me? Because it's backwards. Like on the front of an ambulance where it says, Echnolubma. All right, all right, I'll tell you. But you must promise not to scream. I'm a big guy, Doc. Oh, yes. I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've read it all. I've passed by a lot of it. You can tell me. Well, tell me. All right, all right. You got... Cut in the ruction. You said you wouldn't scream. I didn't know. I mean, have you ever been cut in the ruction? No, but I got bombed in a pub once. Is there any hope for me, Doctor? After listening to your podcast, I'd have to say no. What should I do? Get a real job? I can't believe that this all happened to me when... All this happened to me when... Wait a minute. None of this happened. This wasn't in the last episode. What's going on? Sorry. Wrong previously. Let's try again. Previously on Bells in the Bat Free. Oh, hi there, Arnie. What's new? Oh, nothing much, Mr. Bell. Oh, good. Then I think I'll break for lunch. I think that... Unless you consider that the newly elected president of the Roaches, Jeb Bush, an intelligent plant, has promised to destroy the human race. Meanwhile, I created a single cell phone which is now growing bigger and bigger and is threatening to destroy the human race. I should probably put this sandwich back in the bag. 
So, is there any good news, Arnie? Oh, yes, Mr. Bell. Big, big, good, good news. Oh, thank heavens. What? The new fall TV shows are about to start up. Ah, the new network TV shows are starting now, which means... These are the shows we'll be binge-watching on Netflix in about two years. Progress marches on. Speaking of marching on, there are a couple of billion roaches outside marching on mankind, Mr. Bell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I won't be having lunch anytime real soon, then. And possibly ever again. Let's switch on the TV and see what's going on out there. Well, I usually get my breaking news from podcasts, but hey, that's a novel idea. Let's try it. As hordes of roaches descend upon Washington, D.C., apparently demanding the surrender of the human race. The U.S. Army is on site, but it appears conventional weapons have little effect on the roaches. And now, what's this? What appears to be more like a bizarre plot twist in a bad podcast instead of actual news, an animated bush seems to be leading the roaches. This not-so-jolly green giant has given the roaches some sort of command, and here comes a vehicle down the street. It's carrying a giant vat of... Something that's glowing. It seems to be radioactive. I think I can make out the lettering on the side of the container. It says, Miracle Grow. I would say a ton of glowing radioactive Miracle Grow. Now they're sticking this strange bush into this vat of Miracle Grow. Roots first. Oh my gosh. It's glowing. This now giant bush is running amok, knocking down buildings, stomping on cars, and... Why'd you turn it off, Mr. Bell? I'm just tired of politics, Arnie. I can relate. Besides, there's nothing we can do. Ah, Mr. Bell, there is something we can do. Play dramatic music? Yeah. No! Fight fire with fire! We're gonna set fire to it. We're gonna level the playing field! Heavy construction? We're gonna hit it where it hurts! Bore it to death with cliches? <sighs> We're gonna sick the giant cell phone on him! What giant cell phone oh, is... Oh, Mr. Bell, it's bad enough you make this stuff up. You gotta at least keep up with it. The giant single cell phone that turned into a multi-cell phone oh, and is okay. dividing and... Yeah, right, right. Okay, calm down. Calm down, Arnie. Okay, I remember the giant cell phone. Now, how can we get our giant living cell phone to attack this giant living tree? Easy, Mr. Bell. I'll show you. First, I gotta get its attention. Uh, where is this giant killer living cell phone right now, anyway? Gymnasium. We have a gymnasium? No, it's in our accountant's office. Well, make up your mind. Office or gymnasium? Our accountant is James Nasium. We call him Jim. It's in his office. Well, that was an exhausting setup for a bad joke. Don't blame me. Anyway, it's right down the hall. Hey, cell phone! Here it comes. My goodness, it's gotten really, really big. And it's only going to get bigger unless... Unless? Unless we can expose it to something that's radioactive, which will cause the cells inside to stop replicating and it'll stop growing. So if it fights the giant bush, which is radioactive... And defeats the giant bush in the process... Then the tree and the roaches will be defeated and the giant cell phone will stop growing. It's a win-win situation. Sounds like a real convenient situation to me. What, you want this story to go even more podcast? Mm, good point. Okay, put your plan in motion. All right. Hey, 
Siri. Yes, how can I destroy you? There's a giant pushing a whole mess of cockroaches outside. I am aware of this. I know all. I see all. So what? They're all planning to switch back to landline phones. This must not be allowed. They must be destroyed. Put me at them. I'll mobilize the bombs. Just head out this door, take a left. It'll be the first group of billions of cockroaches in one giant plant that you come across. I'm going to get them. I'll tear them limb from limb. I'll float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. There goes, Mr. Bell. Now turn on the TV. Let's see how this battle royale comes out. For those of you just tuning in or coming back from having left for a little while to carry on some inane conversation, a battle royale is about to take place between this giant living cell phone and this giant living tree. To bring you the blow-by-blow action, we go to our street-side reporter. In this corner of the street, weighing 30 tons, the giant living killer tree, Jeb Bush. And in this corner of the street, also weighing 30 tons and growing all the time, the humongous living multi-cell phone, Sirius Siri. Someone is going to get crushed, so let's get ready to crumble! The two contenders come out of their corners. They're in the center of the ring, circling, eyeing each other. Although neither has eyes. Back and forth, bob and weave. Nice weave. Dude. And now it looks like they're about to strike. My goodness, I couldn't possibly think of anything more exciting than this amazing match. Unless, of course, it's the new fall TV programs from the Squirrel Network. Let's take a peek at a few of them, shall we? This fall on the Squirrel Network. A lot of big cities have crime scene investigators. New York. Los Angeles, Las Vegas, but smaller cities also have crime scene investigators. These are the stories from CSI Hush Puckany. Play the recording of that phone conversation with the kidnapper back, Elroy. Yes, sir. If I don't receive $100,000 cash by 6 p.m., I'll kill more chickens. You boys hear that? Sounded like something going on in the background. Elroy, can you isolate that background sound? Yes, sir. It's kind of a thump, then a then a I've heard that sound before. Wait, I know what it is. I know. What? It's the sound of Mabel at the diner on her roller skates dropping a tray of food. What do you think about that, Sheriff? Now, now I think you boys done right good. I think all of us and my deputy Barney should help there and see what's going on. We could also get some of Mabel's good fried chicken. Let's go. CSI Hush Puckany. They may catch the killer, and they may bury him. You've seen the shows where people are placed into desolate areas without maps, food, or water, sometimes even without clothing, and they have to survive by their wits. There is a new Survivor show on the Squirrel Network that makes it even more difficult for these people to survive. 
So you're the new contestant? Yes, that's me. How does this work? In about a minute, we'll be dropping you off from this helicopter into a very desolate area. Do I have to take my clothes off? No, that won't be necessary. Oh. When you... How about down to my skivvies? Look, that's up to you. Oh, boy, thanks. But if you could wait till you're on the ground to do that. Oh, okay. As I was saying, once you get out of the helicopter, you'll have five days to find your rendezvous point. Well, that doesn't sound too difficult. Well, we'll see. If you could stand in front of the door now, Bob will help you. Okay. <clears throat> oh, hi. You must be Bob. Yeah. What are you doing with that two-by-four? Dish. Ow! Ooh. Okay, he's knocked out. Excellent. Give him a push. We are here on the ground, waiting the arrival of our first contestant. At, uh, here's the helicopter, and... There's our first contestant. The contest has begun. Let's see how he prepares himself for his journey. So far, he's taking a relaxed approach. Uh-oh. Here comes a wildcat. The wildcat is sniffing around him, and... Don't miss the premiere of Unconscious Survivor on the Squirrel Network. Also coming this fall... In the landscaping system, the foliage is represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The groundskeepers that plant the seeds, and the landscapers who trim the grass. These are their stories. Lawn order. Because the grass is always greener on the Squirrel Network. Wowie, it's been a great fight so far. Too bad you've missed it. Let's go back to the action. Several buildings have been knocked down with these two behemoths lashing out at one another. It seems that Jeb Bush has the advantage because he has branches and can use them to whip on the cell phone. But wait, something's happening behind the cell phone. It looks like tentacles rising snake-like, flashing back and forth. My goodness, they're earbuds, giant earbuds. And now the cell phone is starting to pound Jeb Bush. I'll left, I'll right, I'll left, I'll right. I'll left to the midsection, I'll uppercut, and Jeb is down. Wow, what a battle! Looks like I told you, Mr. Bell, the big tree is down and the multi cell phone has stopped growing because of the radioactivity. In fact, it's shrinking, so everything's getting back to normal. Ah, and very conveniently so. You know, Mr. Bell, there's a message to be learned here. A message? Yes. In one of my shows? As amazing as that may seem. Well, what's the message, Arnie? Well, as you might have surmised, I use an iPhone 6. Yes. For the single cell right. phone that mm-hmm. turns into a multi-cell phone. Yes, yes, I know that, Arnie. And it defeated the big monster toy by beating it up with its earbuds. Are you getting to the message eventually? Mr. Bell, what if I had used an iPhone 7 to make the single cell phones? I'm not sure I follow. The iPhone 7 has no earphone jack. Ergo, no earbuds. You mean... Yeah, boys, what have won? Yes, well, that certainly gives you something to ponder. Hi, Mr. Bell. <laughs> Long time no see, huh? Brad, where have you been? Oh, I've been out watching the big battle, rooting for my side. All cheering on the cell phone, huh? 
Yeah, well, we'll go with that. Mr. Bell, can I tell you something frankly? You want a hot dog? It's about this whole plot with the roaches and the cell phone and the bush and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to kind of talk to you about that too, Mr. Bell. <laughs> oh, so you guys really liked it, huh? You thought it was a great departure from uh, the usual and you thought it was exceptional and... uh you hated it, didn't you? Hate is such a strong word, Mr. Bell. But appropriate in this case. Well, what should I do differently, guys? Well, that's just it, Mr. Bell. You shouldn't do anything different. Yeah, Mr. Bell, this is all just what makes up the bat free. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of... When the plot makes no sense and the host is quite dense, that's, that's the bat free. Wait a minute, what do you mean by dense? I think you guys need When to... the puns make you gag and the gags truly sag, that's, that's the bat free. Okay, you've made your point, guys. I think it's time to put this... Bell's quite sick with this shtick. He lays on thick and you say yick. It does smell smell That's kind of a reach. Makes you heave. You believe you must leave this here bat-free fella. At least you made it rhyme, I guess. When your mouth starts to drool. Because the whole thing's a fool. Hey, that's what? the bat-free. Anyway, can we go back to this last line? I got some suggestions. For when me. you're first furious. When you're so bilious. You, you will know. When you hear a bad show that you wish you're not hearing, you listeners. What few I've got out there. Pardon me. But you see. You should flee. Immediately. That's the bat free. Okay, guys, I think that's enough. That's enough. Thank you, guys. I get the point. This is the end. You've been listening to Bells in the Battery, episode number 151, copyright 2016 by John Bell Creative, LLC. Hiya, kids. This is Stinky the Elf, coming to you from the North Pole. You know, Santa Claus's workshop, right? Well, I've been asked to convey a special message to you that my boss, Santa Claus, that's right, the jolly old fat guy in the red suit, wants to hear from all the little boys and girls out there. Here's an opportunity to tell him your Christmas list and any other special holiday message you got. And on Fridays, starting the day after Thanksgiving, my boss will read your message out loud on a new podcast called Santa's Inbox, exclusively on the Mutual Network. He'll mention your first name only, plus the town you're from, and then read your email out loud so everybody can hear it. Ain't that exciting? Yeah, Sandy told me that he used to read letters from kids on the radio back in the day, but I told him, I'm only 300 years old. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> okay, what else? Oh, yeah, this offer is open to anybody. Kids, grown-ups, the young at heart, anybody who wants to send a special message or a dedication to anybody else. So anyways, start sending Santa Claus your emails now to santas.xmas.inbox at gmail.com. That's S-A-N-T-A-S dot X-M-A-S dot I-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. Kids, please ask your folks to send your email for you.